0: been 5 years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while, enigmatic powers, long dormant, wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th Edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's Critical Role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. So, you, um, move forward, sort of, a uh, bunch of, uh, low-hanging, uh, swampy trees to, to bunch of trees, eventually coming up and seeing a small encampment on the road, uh, um, There's a fire, uh, sort of a uh, couple of tents. They seem really sturdy and and well-made, like thick uh, hide of some creature that you don't recognize immediately. And there are about um, uh, half a dozen forms sort of sitting around the fire. And you can see movement uh, in one of the tents. There are three tents. And... Uh, As you sort of approach, you notice that it's brighter than you would expect. The creatures, um, a couple of them give off a warm, uh, fiery glow. Uh, Four of them in particular appear to have uh, constant flames rising from their heads. Um, They are uh, dwarven in proportion, but their skin sort of like shines with this uh, reflective bronze hue. And as you see them sort of like turning and moving, you can see that uh, in their orifices, their eyes and their mouths, there's burning flame. It's like they're almost animated bronze statues with fire inside. But they don't act like any sort of magical construct you've ever heard of. They seem like people. Um, there are two of the Fire Newts, the uh, creatures that you saw on the back of the Fire Bats, and there are four uh, creatures that... They are people that you have met before, though rarely, in your travels along Wildmount. They are Firbolg, but they have this uniform, sort of ashy tone to their skin, and um, they seem to have, uh, like, sort of mottled um, veins of, sort of like, blacks and grays and brown. Uh, They actually, in some way, resemble Genasi.
1: Well, um, are they doing anything in particular or just like sort of like having a standard camp?
0: They're having a standard camp and um, one of the Firbolg is holding a very like pointed watch and is like, you can tell if you had stepped slightly like 20 feet to your right and you weren't being cloaked by magic like this Firbolg is on top of it, would have seen you.
1: I retreat and return to the group.
0: You are not discovered as you return to the group.
1: So
2: how long is he gone?
0: Uh, He'd be gone about uh, 45 minutes longer than you were.
2: Oh, that's not so bad.
0: And so back at the camp while uh, Sumi and Norestos were off doing stuff, were you two, were Delilah and Fehrun playing um Dragon Scales? Chess. Dragon Chess. Sorry, Dragon Scales is from TOLUS. Oh. It has separate rules.
2: No, she's just pulling off your scales. <laughs>
3: yes, we were playing Dragon Chess.
0: I rolled All an right. 18.
3: I rolled a
1: nine. First game to me. Take a shot.
3: All right, if you insist.
1: (laughs) Come back to them, just cut. Uh, We just played chess.
3: We're just playing some chess. I don't know what happened.
0: And, uh, okay, so... What? Uh, Sumi comes back and just sort of starts getting the food ready, sort of thing.
2: Sumi, where, where did where did he go? Um, I'm sure he'll be back soon. I think that the game is a little scar- scarcer to find here. I know he was looking for alligators, but we're not close enough to the swamp yet, so he's not going to have any luck. Crocodiles. Crocodiles. Oh. Um, Sumi doesn't know
1: the difference between them.
2: I've never seen one. Um, I'll leave this here and I'll put down like a a badger. Um, But if it's alright with you, we'll leave it for him or you guys to prepare as I'm going... Oh no, I won't. I'll eat first. Okay, I'll prepare it. Never mind. Sumi, I can help. Do you need help? Yes, that would be lovely. I can help.
0: Okay, and you uh, skin and prepare a badger.
2: I mean, not to be rude, I think this is probably way nicer than any of the trips we had in the previous party.
1: First of all, we had a sick wagon, so don't even try that.
2: That's true, I just mean like, I feel like most of our trips were either in panic, or Delilah was dead. (laughs) Uh, Or you you two were fighting.
1: You need to go further back in the episodes.
0: (laughs) I mean, even when you were going, like, when you were going up to the mountain, you were chased by wolves. And then when you were leaving Kaimal, Shell, and Tarkan were fighting a bunch.
2: And we found the Red Door.
0: And And we we were
2: being haunted by Faye.
0: We weren't fighting until after Delilah died. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right.
2: But like first trip was Red Dorfe. Next yep. trip was Giants with Gross Tech. Then
1: Then Ash Goo.
2: Then Ash Goo and Panic. And then everything else was really fast. So our boat trip was nice.
1: This is pretty idyllic comparatively.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so um
1: I am definitely gonna sneak up on Sumi.
0: All right, go ahead and make a stealth check, Jen. It is a against your passive perception.
2: Oh, he's in a passive for sure. I'm not perceptive. 15 is my passive.
0: That's pretty dang perceptive.
1: That is pretty much yeah, I'm perceptive. a 13. I mean, I have a 17, but whatever. Uh <laughs> 23 and then would pass without a trace still be active? It's an hour. Uh no, it wouldn't. So twenty three. You don't need it. <laughs> I sneak up and I uh, like it's not like a huh, I'm here. It's like a, I'm standing next to you, and then suddenly I start talking.
2: The Lila and I were in like a good conversation. We oh, were. Wait, trying. Can
3: I see if I see him coming?
0: Uh, yeah, it's only against your passive perception though, so you wouldn't be oh, able. to Oh, yeah. It. No,
3: never mind. Sorry.
0: Because neither of you are actively looking for something. Uh, sneaking up on you so it's just did you happen to see
2: we're talking about that boy band that was around when we were growing up um and which ones our favorite members were they were called um the back briar boys
1: i was gonna go with back alley back alley boys is a different kind of thing (laughs)
0: I mean, it's the back alley boys in Kaimel are very different from the back alley boys in Amon.
2: No, they were the back briar boys because they had like that cute country charm, like coming to the big city, being all earnest.
0: Uh, BBB? They're like
2: BBB. the
3: back. Better Business Bureau. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they got their pants suit up by the Better Business Bureau and that's how they finally stopped making music. They didn't yeah. send ways the big city.
1: I just step up and the first thing I say is Josiah was always my favorite He was the cute one who was shy
2: Josiah?
1: Yeah, he's country boys Love it
2: (laughs) Oh, um I mean, yeah, Josiah was pretty cute
1: I mean, I don't know about them I just saw a poster once
3: Just once, right?
1: At a concert That was it that road to go see. <laughs> anyway. No uh, shame.
2: They're, they were very hot when we were younger.
1: Yeah, and then they were killed by that hideous plague.
2: Yeah, they weren't very cute. At no. Point, I'm sure.
1: Because they were corpses. That'd be weird if you thought they were cute.
2: Yeah, that's creepy. Although I did hear that Macbeth actually just put, like, sores on his face to blend in.
1: I named one Josiah, and you named one of the others Macbeth?
2: Yeah. What?
1: It's Josiah, and Curtis, and Langtree, and also Macbeth.
2: (laughs) I mean,
0: they were all like Lowlands, uh, backwoods kind of guys, but he was a Highlander.
1: Dun dun duns. Oh, by the way, uh, there's uh, definitely a camp of, like, uh, bronze-skinned dwarf robo-men with fire for eyes and mouth down the road. Uh, along with those, um, you know, the little scaly folk that were riding the bats that I smote out of the sky? There's a couple of those as well. That's a tall we- cow folk.
3: Did you say bronze robot men?
1: I, I mean, like, they're like... And their skin is, like, reflective and their hair is fire. I don't know how to describe them.
3: Okay. I, I got a little concern there for a minute.
0: Narestos um, can look not... at the Discord chat.
1: Oh. That's much uh, more alarming.
3: So, um, what are we going to do about this? Um,
2: They didn't see you?
1: No one ever sees me.
2: Um, I start, like, putting dirt over the fire. Uh, Perhaps we should just sleep a little bit off the road tonight, and then, like, do a wide berth tomorrow?
1: Why don't we strike them unawares?
2: Why would we?
3: Do we need to start a fight when we don't necessarily need to fight? Because trust me, there's going to be tons and tons of times that we're going to need to fight.
2: I usually don't just try to kill people for existing but I also don't trust that they're not going to try to kill us because we've had some bad luck with fire people lately
1: I they mean like, that's what, what I was going, going with I assume they came from there perhaps scouts
2: but I mean like there are other fire people on this world
0: there that is, is true come here sit with me did Norestos explain that there was more than just the, uh, the four dwarven forms
1: yeah the scaly yeah. folk and the cow yeah. people
2: I think um, you should cuddle up to Ferran.
1: Yeah, definitely not doing that. It's super weird the way you're asking.
2: But it was very nice. He wants to have a
3: deep, meaningful conversation with you.
1: Wow, I feel so welcome, and I'm um, oh, just now. I feel I think I'll spill my deepest secrets, or not. That's weird to force that.
2: We're listening.
1: Cool, that's good that you're paying work. attention around for, like, creatures sneaking up on us. What do you want, Faerun?
0: Lay out exactly what you saw. Tell me. Details. How how many? Total quantities.
1: I'm waiting. what they look like? In terms of
2: what are you waiting for? military
1: size. Oh, the, just it, for answers, you... Like a like a request and not a demand. Like maybe a please or like this would be a good idea if we talked about this. Not do it because I said so. Because I don't care if you said so. Cool. Uh, you need help skinning that... Is that a badger? Just
2: um... I, I, could we please talk about the people, though?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah what do you want to know?
2: Can you um, tell us the size
3: and how many people and maybe where they were, and if you got the idea that maybe they were there was tons of weapons and that they were going to attack us? Like, maybe all the questions he just asked, just pretend he said please.
1: Well, uh, they were uh, a little ways down the road. Not too far. We would have ran across them if we'd kept going. So it's a good thing we called stop for the night for this hunt. Um, there was two scaly men that looked like lizard men that like had translucent skin and were made of fiery stuff. I don't know. They looked like those corpses that we you know blasted out of the sky that I did myself with my magic. Um, and then there was four four of the Robo men? Four of the bronze-skinned, sort of fire haired dwarf guys uh, and then uh, there was also some cow people, two of them I think they were. they looked oh. weird though. You ever oh. seen a furlbog?
2: I don't know how everyone else feels, Delilah, but I don't feel like being outnumbered.
3: I don't like that at all, it usually does not end well
1: Oh I mean, fair
2: um, Favern, do you have any thoughts or strong feelings? Please.
1: I'm good with whatever you guys decide.
3: <clears throat> Questions, concerns? Would you like to share anything with the group?
1: Here, I'll pass you the speaking oh, stick. There?
2: Did you decorate that yourself? It's lovely.
1: No, actually I found it.
2: Oh. it's definitely cursed
1: well, I mean it's not cursed I just can't ever put it down <laughs>
0: <laughs> unless you hand it to somebody who takes it from your
1: hand it must be freely given that was a very good try then right, please take the stick <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: well, um, let's move off the road then. Can you guys... Um,
1: I hate this dick so much.
2: Um, let's try to cover our tracks on the road and... Um,
1: Ooh, I can do that.
2: All right, and then um, the three of us will go ahead and try to find a suitable place to set up in the woods that the horses will be sheltered and not heard.
0: Okay, um, so go ahead and make... Uh... Investigation, perception, or survival, depending on how you are uh, scouting a new, better camp. And uh, if you want to cover up where you were here, you're going to need to uh, make a check for that as well. And you can have uh, sort of one person actively rolling and then another person helping.
2: Was that survival to find a place?
0: Um, or perception or um, investigation.
2: got a 21 on my survival. Nice. Also, as we're walking, I'm pulling a horse and I whisper to it, that means you, Terry, shut your fucking mouth.
1: A horse is like, <laughs> I can't speak with animals. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> I don't actually do that. That's a waste of a spell. Uh, What I am going to do is cast passes out of trace on us all so that we leave no tracks to our new destination. Nice.
0: And who is covering up uh, where you are leaving?
1: Can I do that as well?
0: Uh, Yes, you can. Boop. Corey, what was that roll?
1: Absolutely nothing. Roger. I got a dirty 20 if survival is what is required to cover tracks.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely multiple ways that you could have done it, and survival absolutely works. Um, you cover up the area. You're very, very confident that it won't be noticed as a campsite. You didn't spend too much time there. It's mostly sort of getting rid of the fire pit and the leavings from uh, the meals and the uh, the hunting. And you head off into the trees and... Uh, well, not into quite into the trees, off the road uh, towards the mountains, or towards the foothills?
2: Mountains? Headneast?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mountains seems, mountain seems better.
0: It's sort of into the swampier area, where you have more cover. Um... Where do you want to set up? Do you want to be in a way where you can see the road, uh, where there's a slight chance that you might be noticed, or do you head like super far away that you will absolutely not be noticed?
1: I think far away.
3: Yeah, probably the right call.
0: Okay. What do you do for watches?
2: Um, could I take my trance? Yeah, do you want to play some chess while we uh, while we
3: stay up and look around?
0: Let us continue our match. Wonderful. Okay, Sumi trances for four hours.
3: I got a 19. Ooh.
0: You win this round, my dear take
2: a shot, Ferran. <laughs> oh, we got oh, a drinking the game. The one we
0: had last night.
2: I didn't realize this was a drinking game.
1: It's an excuse for us to drink cuz we like to drink.
2: It's fine. I thought you meant like take your shot on as in like hit on her and then you made a slurping noise and then I was very upset with you. <laughs>
0: Okay. And so, um, the four hours pass, uh, with nothing sort of out of the ordinary, uh, it gets to be at that point, you know, like 10-ish at night. Um, so everybody else can turn in and Sumi can go ahead and do her perception checks for her watch overnight. Checks? No, uh, just one check. One perception check is good. 16. So, um, you hear some like thrashing out in the woods, uh, maybe uh, a mile away uh, of a large form, uh, like hitting uh, trees and lumber. This happens around like Three in the morning, like really, really witching hour time.
2: I uh, cast Pass Without a Trace, check it out, dude. Okay. You know, because Patrick basically just made Sumi.
1: First of all, no, I did not. I know a bunch more spells than Zephyr Strike. And Pass Without a Trace is a free spell. I don't even have to expend spells, so.
2: That's where I get the second level for me. So, so yeah, I'm going to sneak up.
0: Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check.
2: I'm a sneak a snake. Oh my gosh, am I the sneakiest snake? I rolled a 19, so that's a 36.
1: Dang. Okay. That actually be um. a sneaky snake.
2: Okay, we get it. You're better. We get it.
1: Thank you. So
0: <laughs> you head out into the out into the woods, uh, into the swampy area, moving from sort of pool to pool, uh, dry spot to dry spot. Uh, you notice a number of uh, nocturnal creatures sort of watching you pass, uh, but most of them don't like pay too much attention and anything that's not immediately in your vicinity. Doesn't see you. You move like moonshadow elves, yeah. and um, eventually you come to a small, uh, a small sort of island, wooded area. There's it's it's kind of like um, some reedy ground that goes out to a small spit of land in a in a very low sort of boggy area. And on that island, sort of in the um, star covered area, you can see a large form uh, with wings and sort of like powerful shoulders uh, slamming into a tree and uh, and then like going still and then sort of like makes a low sound of like pain or despair
2: can I, do I know what it is? Have I seen it before?
0: Uh, make a perception check. It's pretty dark, but you have dark vision and you're getting close enough. It was just, you were close enough to hear it and see a bit of the shape. Eleven. Uh, not certain what it is. Uh, it's definitely horse-sized, but it's got wings.
2: I'll keep sneaking on up. It's a unicorn. A flying it's a, unicorn. It's a
1: pegasus.
2: A flying Unicorn. An alicorn? It's an alicorn. That's a fine unicorn.
1: This is just a pegasus. Uh,
2: so, do I need another snouty?
1: Yes,
0: please.
2: <laughs> oh, I got a two natural 20 on that one for a 37.
0: <laughs> okay, so you sneak right up and... Uh, you can see this creature. It turns and looks at you. uh, An eagle's head uh, with massive wings and a horse's hindquarters. There is a hippogriff here, and it appears to be wounded and sort of tangled up in um, a whole bunch of fallen... Uh, trees. It looks like it tried to sort of climb under to perhaps hide and has gotten itself stuck.
2: And did you say it looks directly at me?
0: No, I'm sorry. It looks in your direction with eagle-like eyes, but it has no idea that you are there.
2: Okay, I was like, holy moly.
0: It's that moment where the head turns and the eyes like glint in, uh, in the low light.
2: Okay, I'm going to start speaking lowly in Sylvan. And slowly make myself appear with, like, my hands out, doing, like, soothing gestures. Just trying to say, like, it's it's all right. I'm here to help you. I'm not a threat. Um, I do a little bow. Um, I'm just, uh, can I help you?
0: Uh, make an animal handling check.
2: Yes! Yes! Oh, my God, I got another natural 20 for a 22.
0: Oh, uh, Nice! Um, so yeah, it, it sort of like calms down and you can see it's breathing quite heavily and it stares at you, but it doesn't make any threatening gestures.
2: Does it have an intelligence of four or higher? It does not. I'm going to very slowly try to touch it so I can cast Beast Bond.
0: Okay. Um, as you sort of reach out, uh, and touch it, it
2: kind of like shivers
0: at your hand and you cast Beast Bond.
2: We have a telepathic link. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to have
1: a goddamn animal menagerie of <laughs> mystical creatures. Okay.
2: I'm so sorry that you're caught. If you give me a few moments, um, I will help you if that is all right with you.
0: And it responds in sort of a um, an affirmative. Uh, it seems quite tense, and uh, but it understands that you are trying to help it.
2: Cool, I'm going to free it.
0: Yeah, because uh, when we did Beast Bond before with the Pliosaurs, uh, we did language, but then we realized that it's more um, like feelings, right?
2: Yeah, it's more like feelings or images. Yeah, wolf speech. Uh, So, sorry. Yes, um, I will very carefully remove it. And as I'm doing it, I'll think like, um, my name is Sumina. What is your name?
0: Uh, So you will have to do a roll uh, to remove it. Now that you're closer and you've got a little bit more um, sort of like above light directly over it, you can see that it has that sort of silver and black covering. This definitely looks like a high altitude griffin, something that uh, perhaps came down from the mountains.
2: Sweet. Uh, yeah, What's its, what do I have to roll? Um, oh, I get to choose.
0: Yeah, however you want to explain, uh, freeing a griffin from a whole bunch of downed trees.
2: I'm going to use my sleight of hand to do it deftly. Like, with precision and... like It's okay, you can yeah. say that. I tried.
0: Um, yeah, I would say that sleight of hand is is that sort of light touch that would require more of an intelligence check. So you could do intelligence sleight of hand.
2: Nah, I'll just strength it.
0: Okay. So that'd be an athletics check.
2: Woof. How about a five?
1: (laughs) I'll free you, wonderful creature. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I broke a nail.
0: Yeah, they're really, really heavy and uh, it has sort of climbed itself in quite uh, thoroughly. And you get sort of the response of um, something like silver, something like clouds, a little bit like um, mountain uh, stream. Um
2: I'm very sorry, Silverstream. These are very stuck. Um, I could keep trying, or if you'd like, I can run back and get some help very quickly from some very nice people who are also very strong.
0: Uh, do you want to make a persuasion check? Or animal handling? You can make either because of Beast bond.
2: Both are equally bad. 17. (laughs) Rolled good, though.
0: Uh, it gives you a sense of, uh, agreement,
1: like a deal made.
2: I'll be like the wind. Zephyr Strike?
1: (laughs) You stab it and then Zephyr Strike away.
2: Oh yeah, never mind. No, I don't need to stab anything to do Zephyr Strike.
0: I thought that you only got your speed bonus after you made a melee attack.
2: Yep, (laughs) you're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, let's pull up Zephyr Strike. Let's open
2: it up! You're right. right.
0: This episode is sponsored by Zephyr Strike.
2: Zephyr Strike! (laughs) So I will like double time back
0: Okay Yeah and you sprint back um, There's no sort of like uh, Nothing comes to get you Out in the woods um, And you get back to camp
2: I run in, shake them all really fast Say quick, quick This danger, we need to help immediately, come And then run off again
3: Delilah grabs her daggers and is ready to go
1: just snapped awake and then just, like, running through the woods. Eyes still closed for a little second. Like, open right away, your as eyes. As soon as
3: I hear Sumi's voice, I'm just, like, daggers in hand.
1: She's flinging them out.
3: hundred percent. Like, reckless everything. <laughs> They're just, like...
0: A bird just... <laughs> Was Delilah sleeping?
3: Yeah, oh, like, sleeping I... yeah, like, slash kind of having a nightmare.
2: More nightmares?
3: Hmm... Mhm. hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I grabbed the daggers, I grabbed them so abruptly that all of a sudden I just turned and was like, I think I just cut off some of my hair. <laughs> I
1: think I cut myself. Hurry. <laughs> you... What's Does... going on, yo? Why are we running through the woods in the night? Pass without a trace.
0: Does Faran go too? Somebody's gotta to watch the camp. <laughs> but I'll stay alert.
1: <laughs> he just <laughs> sits up and all you hear is the sound of a cork popping. Just thunk.
3: I've got the camp, guys. <laughs> you, you guys got that? I, I got this,
1: guys. Curls oh, up and playing it. Like I've got yeah, the Cordy, camp, I'm so scary. Could,
0: could Farron please make me a constitution check? Not a saving throw, just a constitution check.
2: You drunk.
1: I think he's going to Garrett.
0: How'd you do? Six. So it's like five minutes and then Farron's back to sleep.
1: We come back and he's <laughs> murdered in the night. <laughs> Dragon parts everywhere.
0: All right. And so Pass Antarctica. Without Trace, you are running, but you are running quietly through the woods. And uh, Sumi leads you back. Uh, to this small sort of spit of land and a little bit of boggy water, and you can see this creature, a very large, regal looking griffin, uh, hippogriff, that appears wounded. There's a little bit of blood running down its side, and it is uh, trapped underneath um, a whole bunch of dried out old trees.
2: I couldn't get it out on my own. He's trapped. His name is something like Silver Cloud Stream. And, um,. I told him you were coming, but you must be very gentle and very kind.
1: Merrick, can I know if can I roll to see if I know uh, if a this is a beast creature?
0: Uh, Sure, that would be a nature check.
1: I rolled a natural twenty for a twenty-one.
0: Griffins are not considered. Uh, completely natural. They are monstrosities. Hello, Merrick here with a quick interjection. We lost some audio. Sorry about that. After Norestos gets his natural 20 and learns that this creature is a monstrosity, not a beast, his original plan isn't able to work, so he goes to plan B. And we continue. Um. So I like that. It is a very druidic thing to help... Um, uh, pull the plants aside uh, by making difficult terrain into a natural. Well,
1: it does say, yeah, you imbue plants within 30 feet of you with limited sentience and animation.
0: That's super cool. And And then what? What's that? And you're not casting speak with plants. You are doing something else? That is speak with plants. Speak with plants moves them? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right. What do you say to the plants?
1: Um, well, first, because I've just met these plants. Ask them how their day's been going. How's the weather been? Because that's some of the questions you can gain from asking plants.
0: <laughs> um, does it have to be living plants that you're speaking with? It just says plants. Okay. Uh, so there's sort of like a... <clears throat>
2: What are you saying? You're talking to zombie plants, dude.
1: Cool. Speak louder. Ancient (laughs) one. How's the weather been? (laughs) It's a bit boggy. It's to be expected from a bog, one would imagine. I've grown some nice mushrooms.
0: And then the mushrooms go... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to meet you all. And everyone else just hears, like, the sound of leaves in a th- light wind and, like, a like long grasses rustling.
3: Do we hear you talking?
1: Yeah. Like, no, you hear me making that sound.
2: Out of his oh, mouth. Okay. Very weird. <sniffs> I lean over uh, to Delilah. Every time I think I like him, then he just <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know, it's like one step forward, two steps back, dude. Yeah.
1: Opposites attract. Um Ancient one, uh you seem to have entangled a friend of mine there. I would appreciate it if you would shift yourselves ever so slightly, allowing them freedom. Such a kind young man. Of course. I'm going to cast Speak with Plants so friggin' often.
0: <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> I want Henry.
2: <laughs> Henry is grass from another game we listened to.
1: Specifically, Crabgrass. And he like is a, my favorite character in that entire series. Like a really, really
0: happy Crabgrass. It's like, hello! He's so adorable. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so the the tree branches begin to sort of peel back and, and draw away. It's like almost snake-like as they're pulling back. And then the hippogriff sort of like stands up, uh, walks a couple of steps, and then falls down. And you can see its side is raked by uh, <laughs> like talons. It's got cuts and it's it's bleeding a little bit.
2: And I'm going to... Oh, Sumi's over there panicked trying to like medicine...
1: Want me to take a look at that, Sumi.
2: Uh, of course, please, please help it. It's injured. Oh, I'm trying to do my best, but I don't really have any magic for healing.
1: Well, luckily, you got old Norestos in the party, full of magic, unlike some other guys.
2: Sumi's <laughs> crying.
1: Sumi, it's all right. He's fine. Everything's okay. And, like, I'll have one arm, like, like patting her on the back. And the other, I'm going to slowly press against the animal and uh, cast Cure Wounds on him.
0: Okay. Um, the wounds begin to close. And uh, you see um, the hippogriff sort of, like, uh, sort of, it stands up, does a little bit of a prance. And then it nods its head to Narestos and Sumi. And Delilah. Delilah's there.
3: I pretty much just stood there.
1: Confused. She's like, what am I throwing daggers at? Is it this thing? Do I dagger this thing?
3: Yeah. I thought I was going to fight something. Well, the bushes. He just, like, talked, I don't know, made weird sounds, and then I'm sorry, if we would have
2: known he could have done that, I wouldn't have woken you up. Next time, I will keep that in mind. I apologize. Thanks. I thought we'd need sharp things.
1: Also, it lasts for 10 minutes, so every once in a while I turn back and I uh, just tell the uh, uh, mushrooms in the old plant lady about my life. And just, just general casual conversation. He's still
3: talking to them.
0: Yep. And it's kind of like that you, every time you speak to the trees, they kind of wake up a little bit more again. Like, oh, uh
1: starts me. Oh, I'm sorry to... Wait, you know what? Return to your slumber, ancient one.
0: Yep. And then the uh, little mushrooms.
1: Bye! I get a pet you, the Hipp- the you are all adorable and I pet each of the mushrooms.
2: <laughs> Sumi's petting Hippogriff. <laughs> Narestus is petting mushrooms. Delilah's just...
3: Standing there judging the who whole... Who the hell
1: situation. am I partied with right now?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, you can pet the Hippogriff, but it seems kind of, uh, with the healing, it, it, uh, it's a little bit, like, it's got energy, it wants to move.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll just pet it a little bit. If it wants to go, it absolutely can, like, head off. Sue me.
1: Sue me. Yeah. Try
2: and ride it. I don't, well, um...
1: I'll bet you it would let you.
2: I'll do, like, another bow. Yeah. And then I'll move my hands very slowly to make it like very clear. I'm trying to like touch a place to so like jump up and see if it like moves away or anything.
0: Okay, make an animal handling check with advantage because you helped it very very well. But it is still a difficult check because it is a wild hippogriff.
2: Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to write this hippogriff, because I got a 19, and then a natural 20 for a 22. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, DC was 20. Um, you put your hand there, and it leans its shoulder down. Hey, hop up! Yep, and it takes off running, and then leaps into the air, flapping its
1: wings.
2: I do, I, do. I do not say that.
1: And I turn to Delilah and I go... Well, she is probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way it doesn't take her up to a nest and feed her to babies, right? That's definitely happening.
0: Yeah.
3: Should we go back to the camp? And-
1: I think so. Probably.
3: <laughs> okay. I'll
1: know, cast like- passes out a trace on us again. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um and so you travel back to the camp. Uh you find that Farron has uh gone back to sleep.
3: Uh, yeah, that's about right. Faron? Faron.
1: I'm watching. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I just wanted to let you know that we're back.
1: Cool. We're I did alive. my job. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job.
3: Okay, good night.
0: And how does Sumi... Oh, yeah. And then, uh, as Farron goes back to sleep, uh, Delilah and <laughs> Narestos, do either of you stay up and do watch?
3: Yeah, I'll stay up.
1: You should? I can stay up.
3: Uh, she saved my life like four times. I should probably stay up.
1: Fair enough. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right. And so what is Sumi's flight like?
1: Amazing. It's that scene in Harry Potter.
2: (laughs) Uh, She has a wonderful ride, and she's very, very happy, and she's, like, petting it. It's all she's ever wanted.
1: I'm just throwing out there, I'm super pissed that this is a monstrosity and not a beast.
0: Uh, Reminds you a bit of... um, the things you used to see at home with the riders in lyrengorn uh swirling around the peaks and how they always seem just so above everything else
2: yeah it's really nice and the stars are really pretty and i'm really happy
0: how long do you stay out Mm -hmm. and do you go anywhere
2: I'll just go for, I'll just go for the ride so wherever this thing wants to take me it's cool I'll probably stay up until it puts me down or until the sun starts rising
0: um so it will um like fly up uh into the mountains and start going like through a couple of valleys and streams and sort of thing um and you would need to convince it to fly you back, otherwise you might be you know, a day's walk away.
2: Deal. Uh, I'll cast spawned again. Okay. Um, um, Silver Clouds Stream. Silver Clouds Mountain Stream. Thank you very much for this trip. It has been honestly, one of my life's greatest pleasures, but I must return to my friends. If it's not too much trouble, do you think you could return me back that way? I'd understand if it is. This is your natural home.
0: Um, There is a sense of appreciation and um, like generosity. It it definitely feels that it's Absolutely reasonable to fly you back down. Um, And it'll fly you back?
2: Oh, when it goes, I'll say goodbye, and I'll wish it all the best, and to stay healthy and happy. And remember that it's a good hippogriff, and um, it's worthy, and it should treat itself, and um, to say nice things to itself.
0: Okay, and so you arrive back around dawn? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the hippogriff sort of uh, drops you off, um, prances a little bit towards the edge of the camp, does a circle, and then gallops away, eventually flying off.
2: That was so cool.
0: And uh, if Delilah stayed up and did her watch, she didn't get her full um, long rest. So unless you settle in for about another four hours to sort of get down and then actually get rest. You will have a point of exhaustion for the next day.
2: What if she kicked one of the guys at like two hours?
0: She still needs eight hours of rest, which means you're going to be past the the time.
3: I can take a point of exhaustion. How do I do that?
0: Um,
2: Oh, um, Delena, I'm very sorry. I didn't expect you to stay up. I apologize. I would have come back sooner. No, it's fine.
0: Okay, so Delilah stays up uh, through the night and has a point of exhaustion. Uh, What do you all do?
3: Like in the morning? Yeah. Oh, um, I assume we get up and keep going, right?
2: Yeah, I think we'll go, like, maybe at a slower pace through the swamp for today, and then scout back up to make sure the road's clear before we rejoin it.
1: Smart.
0: Okay, so a slow pace is 18 miles, and going through the swamp... Um, you need to make checks if you're not on the road. So you're going to need to make a survival check to find safe paths and actually get that 18 miles.
2: Who makes the check?
0: Whoever you'd like. Uh, somebody can make a survival check. Uh, they have to be trained in it. Um, they have to have proficiency in it. And if you have a second person with proficiency, they can help and uh, the first person can roll with advantage.
2: I think Narestos and I both have
0: Yeah, I'll help help.
1: you No, I'll help you Alright, we're just fighting each other over who's (laughs) being more helpful
3: very Canadian
0: (laughs) Yeah, Guardan's kind of like Canada Everybody's real nice It's pretty cold
1: (laughs) Uh, 21 Nope, that's a lie, 20 Math is hard
0: Twenty is enough. Um, you're easily able to move people through the pass. Uh, you've actually traveled here before, most likely as well.
1: I like is it.
0: Eighteen miles running a little bit, sort of parallel to the road, uh, and you get on the S.
1: Straight up on the S. We've traveled so little, I feel. It's so depressing.
2: It's a long trip. It's 15 days.
1: That's true.
0: And, um, I've lost a little bit of track. Did we? Okay, so, uh, the first day was sort of the half day where you went hunting. The second day, nothing happened.
2: Missythar ninth, or eighth, sorry, our eighth.
0: Yeah. And then it was the ninth day, you were finishing up your venison, when you did some hunting, and that's when uh, the Hippogriff was all done. So now this is Mithsuthar 10. Correct. Great.
1: If I had one more polymorph, I could turn two people into birds and we would just be out of here. (laughs) Or if Uh, I was next level.
0: I mean, y'all won't be next level.
1: I do, because then I get flying.
0: <laughs> um, okay. So, well, then this is basically the last time that we get to do one of these long, drawn-out <laughs> walking adventures.
1: Yep, because I'm all just be flying us everywhere.
0: Um, okay. And with Narestos and Sumi helping each other out, uh, you pass through the swamp uh, without any incident. Um, and the evening goes without any challenge as well. Um, do you want to head back to the road, or do you want to continue through the swamps?
1: I'm thinking
2: road? What do you guys think?
1: Do you want to scout and see if those creatures are following down the road, or if they were just stationed?
2: I think you should scout. You are the stealthiest.
1: Um, I don't know. I, you you two ladies are pretty stealthy yourselves. Come with me.
2: Oh, yeah, Delilah could stealth. I can stealth.
1: Yeah, I'll enshroud us all in mystical darkness. No, I
2: mean I'm gonna stay here with Faryn.
1: All right, I'll enshroud the two of us in mystical darkness.
3: Does that add something to my roll?
1: Yeah, that's plus 10.
3: Oh. I'm You'll already at a twenty your without head. rolling. Yep. That's pretty awesome. I love it a lot.
0: (laughs) And so you're scouting down to the road?
1: Yeah.
3: I got a 37. Woof. 34.
0: Okay. So with your 37 and 34, you scout down to the road. Um, Could I get... Perception checks. You are absolutely unnoticed by anything basically in the swamp, and uh,
1: no other things. Is this eyeball perception? Ease.
3: Dirty 20. That's good.
1: 23.
0: Okay, so you begin to see sort of signs of habitation. Um, There's a little bit of smell of wood smoke, um, and Through the trees, you can see on either side of the road kind of like this um, smallish settlement. Norestos would recognize it as sort of like a trading outpost. Um, It's usually got a couple of people who just sort of maintain the buildings that live nearby, or sort of like they live here and they sort of live off of the swamp nearby and don't really travel that far, merchants will come up and sort of use this as a waypoint.
1: Uh, do we notice any of those creature
0: Okay, so if you move a little bit closer under your stealth and using your perception check to uh, check for any danger around there, you do see um, evidence of a fight. The Doors to the sort of like gated compound. Um, hang on, let me just quickly look at this. Uh, they look as if they were uh, knocked down and um, and then replaced. You see a couple of, of forms walking uh, the top of the wall, about eight ten feet up, and uh, one of them is a fire newt. Um, They are sort of like doing a little bit of a patrol. And right at that moment, as you and Delilah are sort of looking, uh, the fire newt turns and salutes and another, like not towards you, uh, salutes inward to the compound. And another form is climbing up a ladder Uh, It steps out onto this platform beside the Fire Newt. And you see, to Delilah, something familiar. But wrong. Mm? A green-skinned (gasps) turtle holding a staff. The tip of the staff, where before it was... Green and verdant, uh, brightly colored, uh, drawn, dead. (gasps) The iron shackles on each arm, high up, like a torque almost, sort of trail these blackened chains. And you can see underneath the shackle these red glowing veins that sort of appear to start at the metal and then seep into the body and as the uh, form sign looks around you can see glowing light coming from behind the eyes and the mouth
1: oh my god
2: Corey how are you not freaking out
1: not me anymore. It's not you ever. that was Tello.
0: No, that one was Michelle. That's oh, Michelle?
1: Wait. Oh, the, the plant! Like? Oh, yeah. shit!
0: And then... That's way worse! Form, oh, my God! Another form climbs up behind another tortle, Uh Still with the... Uh, the tool belt... Uh, with the necklace of potion bottles, but they seem to be mostly empty at this point. And on his back, on a new harness, two long swords crossed over his shell.
1: <gasps> he took your sword! fuck!
0: Oh, they're all... Oh. You know, and I feel an irrational desire to kill these folk! <laughs> and you can see this beautiful art, as created by our friend Ali Green. What?! Yeah. On roll 20.
3: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy crap. Oh so Delilah my- sees this.
0: And that's where we'll end the episode.
1: No. What? No. Eric, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, you can describe
0: so- Delilah's reaction though.
3: Yeah, so I'm not going to get, like, too far into the reaction, but I, I'm going to say, like, Delilah just goes, like, completely white and, like, has to stop herself from her knees, like, buckling and, like, falling over. Like, Delilah, like, knows, like, I know that I can't make noise. I know that I don't want attention drawn to me, but, like, completely just, like, every ounce of color drained from my body, and I, like, actually was about to fall over and, like, grab. um Narestos to like stop myself from falling
1: I'm so pissed that that son of a bee has my swords
2: this picture makes me so sad I mean it's so good but it's... Michelle yeah
1: I know so we keep going we're resolving this. You don't bring that up as <laughs> a cliffhanger. Yeah, I do.
2: Wow. You wiener face. I can't even write my notes right now. I just want to say that the blue mic looks rad.
0: It's so dead. It's perfect.
2: Yeah. And I like how she did the turtle wow. faces.
0: Yup. turtle.
3: Sorry.
2: <laughs> yes, you Sorry, did a great job. Faces. Okay, well. Yeah, We're gonna have to do something about that. Wow.
0: You really wanna fight two level sevens
1: with superpowers now?
2: We killed a dragon.
0: Did the dragon have a fortified fort with who knows how many reinforcements in there?
2: We'll discuss this next time, but we owe them.
0: (laughs) Um, And I will switch you on roll 20 just so that you can see what the outpost looks like.
2: Oh, I'm going to get that ancestral sword, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A quest item lies ahead.
2: And it's not two level sevens versus us. Well, it is. But we'll be level eight.
1: Nope. <laughs> now.
0: And here we go. There's the tokens.
2: So we would have faced them on the road. Oh, they weren't there on the road. Okay.
3: And I still have exhaustion.
2: Crap. Crap. You're right, this is a bad
1: idea. I mean, we could be like a super stealth kill party.
2: Well, we don't want to kill them. Why not? We want to free them and heal them.
1: I mean, you do.
2: I'm not saying it's the
3: worst idea we've ever had, Jen, but it's probably not the best.
2: The the. Trying to free them or the not wanting to kill them.
3: All of it, just getting involved in general. Yeah,
2: no, we should probably talk about going and getting an army and then coming back and kicking ass.
3: Yeah, well, we're gonna have a lot to talk about next game.
1: Yeah, Patrick came up with a cool plan. Very dangerous plan, but cool.
0: Well, two weeks now.
3: December. 11th. I hate
1: that
0: yep December eleventh
1: okay I'd say thank you, but the end of that game fills me with rage.
0: Think about how I feel. I commissioned this art weeks ago, and I've been <laughs> on it. It's
2: very good. Uh.
1: thank up. you yes Thanks for the game, man. Free. Yeah. I don't want to stop Are you kidding
2: me my first thought was like oh, I can't wait till you can post this on like twitter in regards to the episode which will be next year
0: in February yeah
3: <laughs> yeah um wow
0: yeah yeah okay, okay. That was great. Good night, everybody. Um... Is it two weeks yet?
1: (laughs) Right? I don't think it is.
3: Good night. Oh, man. I
1: guess. Good night, everybody. Thanks
0: for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Hi, G-Ark. So that brought G-Ark.
3: Corey, you sounded so sad when you said bye to Craig.
1: You aren't sad? No way, G-Ark's the better brother. He's the cool one that wears a leather jacket and smokes cigarettes. <laughs> Drives a Thunderbird. Hi, Craig.
2: Welcome back, Craig. Hey, Craig. Oh, you-
1: Corey, you got a real like e-girl aesthetic going on right now with the like really r- like red-tipped nose. I'm, is am I the only one with that? I mean, I I Do only know the e-girls Have red noses? Yeah, they'll like specifically put like a ton of blush on their nose and on their cheeks to look like they're uh, like cold. I don't know what the point of it is. Look it up; it's a real popular thing.
0: We lost g but we still have Craig.
2: Again, I think you should put G-Arc in, just because Craig.
0: I can't yeah, actually you're... control G-Arc.
1: Oh. No one controls G-Arc.
0: Oh, I think there is a <laughs> way. <laughs> That's all right. Merrick. remember to cut this.
1: <laughs> Claps don't work if you're not holding push-tock. talk. is correct. <laughs>
0: Also, Delilah, um, Delilah, Amanda, (laughs) Delilah, probably at this point has had enough time to study that book that she was studying.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: So, um, we'll probably deal with that, uh, early on next game just to, uh, hammer out the timelines that she was doing because you might get the benefit.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, Is this a book that, that I remember there existing? Or was this was, a secret uh, book?
0: Tome of Leadership?
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
3: Um, awesome. Can't wait.
0: Tome ah. of Leadership and Influence, yeah.
1: Freaking butts.
3: I <laughs> like to lead people and influence people, so that's perfect.
0: Oh, uh, no. Okay, so it has to be 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer. So... Because it's been broken up so many times, you might have like started a bit, and then you had to stop, and then the magic sort of leaves you.
3: Okay, Delilah is focusing on this book, guys. I don't care if we're in the middle of a battle; it's gonna be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm reading.
1: I'm <laughs> got a book. It's very good.
3: If we could reschedule this for like three to five business days from now.
1: Stab. <laughs> Just okay. run
3: into my dagger, please.
1: All right, bye, guys. Good night, bye folks. Bye, guys. Makes a jerk. Makes a big jerk. Right. <laughs>